This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 2085, How English Grammar and Politeness Go Hand in Hand. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Should you say me and her or her and me? In today's episode, find out why putting other people first matters in grammar and in life. Listen in today. Hey, Aubrey, what's going on today? Hmm, I have a question for you, Lindsay. I have a feeling I know the answer, but okay. (laughs) Do you consider yourself a polite person? Generally, yes. I try to be as polite as I can, for sure. I don't consider myself a rude person. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's I have a more specific question. Okay. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to like people are usually polite when it comes to, you know, when they're just talking, but mm. then when it comes to driving, like all bets are off. Oh, yes. So, when it comes like, you know, when there's a line of cars and you're supposed to go every other one because everyone's trying to get into the same line. Mm-hmm. Do you always let that other car go or do you ever try to sneak in and like not let someone in? <laughs> I don't drive that much. So I have an out here. No, <laughs> I don't drive. Uh, I, don't drive I don't drive. Um, yeah, I think I have a strong conscientiousness, like a strong sense of like not wanting to make like hurt people. So I'm not mm. saying I've never done that. I'm sure I've done it once, right? But generally, I wouldn't do by that. nature. Like, I think it, I feel like there's a social yes. exchange in the world, right? Right. And it's so fascinating to me. Every time I drop my kids off at school, I'm like paying attention. I would never think about yeah. cutting someone off or trying to cut, but yeah. it happens all the time that I like. It's my turn to go, and someone else will just go another person. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. For what, sure. Like, what about you? Makes you? I mean, are you really in that big of a hurry? that it's going to save you two seconds. It's fascinating to me. I mean, sometimes I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, sometimes what happens is like, I'll be driving and someone will not so much that scenario, but like someone will cut me off, go right in front of me and then speed up and just kind of drive very poorly and rudely. And I'll look over and I'm I'm kind of upset. And then I'll look over and it's like Mm -hmm. a woman and she looks stressed out with a baby in the back, something like that. And like, maybe she's going to the hospital. Maybe, you know, that's true. Right. You're like, okay, I'm not going to think the worst here, but I get so frustrated when, if there's like a line of car, I'm like waiting in the line of cars because it's merging ahead and someone speeds by all of us Mm -hmm. and they're just going to like sneak in and merge in and skip the line. It's just blatantly selfish, right? Yeah. It's just blatantly selfish or just like skipping the line right I was at a club and we were waiting for drinks and people were just like skipping the line oh, and going yeah. right in at the front oh not okay and I would well, never say anything <laughs> but I'm just back there like grumbling well, like that's hey. that's blatantly <laughs> bad I mean but that's very yeah. cultural too isn't it yeah yeah that's it's interesting right politeness I think in general is so cultural right if if that is just sort of seen as like smart just like oh no you're just saving time go get your drink or if it's very much like okay let's be polite and think of others well i think it's two things i think it's politeness and it's respect for social order 
right? Order, like mm. there's an order to things. We have to follow it. Organization. I think both of those are cultural values that different countries have to different extents, right? Um, so some con countries don't necessarily see the need for that sort of order. So it's not a line, it's a bunch of people gathering around trying to access the right. Exactly. Right. It's really interesting. And yeah. and how even within the culture of the United States, it could be so different yeah. depending on how you're raised, yes. your family's values and what they see as polite or, mm -hmm. or you know, it's fascinating mm, to me. But brilliant. this is interesting because today we're talking about grammar that is all about politeness. Mm -hmm. And that's rare that whether you're polite or not could affect how you speak, Ooh, the grammar you use. I like it. I like it. I'm excited with the to listen to the question. So I'll go ahead and read mm -hmm. it. So are we yeah, ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Here we go. Hi, Lindsay, Michelle, Jessica, and Aubrey. My name is Asami from Tokyo. Your podcast has been the best way to learn English in a, for the last few years. I've also taken Connected Communicator, Three Keys IELTS, and Business English courses. They are all amazing. Amazing. That is so awesome. Is I love one that. of our super students. I love it. I love it. Today, I have two questions. One, I sometimes get confused by the order of the subject. I heard that I always goes to the last and you always goes at the front. For example, you, my mom, and I went shopping today. Or you, your mom, and I went to eat dinner today. Is this rule always applicable? Ooh, I'm excited to find out the answer. <laughs> yes, it's going to be interesting. And there is a second question that Asami asked that's related, but a whole separate episode. And this is something that we get questions a lot about whether you should use she or her, right? Mm. Subject, object. So we're going to do that in an episode very soon, a part two, okay. to answer the second part of Asami's question. So be sure to hit follow, guys, right yes. here on Allers English so you don't miss that one. Yeah, go ahead and find that follow button depending on where you are listening, Spotify, Apple, CastBox, Amazon. There's always going to be a way to follow the show so that it drops naturally into your listening deck, your queue. You don't have to go find us every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It just drops in for you. So hit that button. Yes. I don't know about you, Lindsay, but there have been several times where I don't have service. And I'm so glad that I'm following some of my podcasts because yeah. then they're already downloaded in my queue. I'm like, oh, thank goodness, because I don't have a lot of music on my phone. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. No, it's the worst thing. Yeah, be in your queue. You want to have something in your queue. You don't want to go out for your walk, your daily walk and realize there's nothing there because then you have to go search and figure it out. No, make it easy on yourself. <laughs> make it easy. Yes. Don't miss any episodes, right? Four yes. episodes every week and they are all gems, if yes. I do say so myself. Total gems. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to answer Asami's question. We're going to get right into it, Aubrey. What is our answer? What do we say? Yeah. So first of all, this is tricky grammar and native speakers often make mistakes with it. I hear mistakes with this all of the time. Oh, yeah. This is very much about your regional dialect, right? If you grew up learning this and using it and hearing it correct, you know, used correctly or not. So the short answer is yes, this rule is always applicable. Subject order is all about politeness. And of course, politeness is vital for connection, right, Lindsay? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I love it. So the basic politeness rule here is when you're speaking to be polite, we put the other person first. Exactly. Yeah. And it's interesting to think about that's the same in other aspects of life. Putting the other uh. person first is always polite when it comes to like walking through doors. If ever you hold the door for someone and let them go first, that's all about politeness. Like I would say driving and saying driving in traffic and letting someone go in front of you, right? all about being polite. Yeah, and it's kind of, this is more on the Buddhist side of things, but it's a major life hack to actually do these things, to open doors for people, 
let people go because you actually get all the benefit. You get this amazing rush of, wow, that felt really good. And you can change the neuroscience of your brain. I mean, you become a lot more peaceful. It's gratitude. It's just incredible. So side point. But so true. It's so true, though. When I let someone into that car line, I feel so great. And if I (laughs) cut someone off, then I feel really terrible. So I get the benefits there. You get the benefit. So we're going to do the same thing in our language. Interesting. Exactly. Right. Let's go through Asami's examples. She shared you, my mom and I went shopping today. And this is the polite version to say to put you right. Mm -hmm. And then my mom and you put me last, right? You, my mom and I, Mm -hmm. the impolite version would be like, I, you and my mom went shopping or we'll hear even more often, which is even more incorrect. Right. Me, you and my mom went shopping. Yeah. Because it's like you can feel that I shouldn't come first. So we'll say me. What do you think, Lindsay? It's what do true. you hear? I feel like I kind of learned this as a kid when I was learning kind of how to exist in the world a little bit. You do actually learn this grammar along with how to exist and be a polite person in the world. It's kind of interesting. And right. It's fascinating. It is taught in sort of like English grammar classes at, when we're kids. Mm-hmm. But I remember learning this and being surprised because I that's not how I heard it. I would hear it wrong all the time because in the Northwest, in the United States, often, I don't know, people don't think about this as politeness. It's just not how their parents talk to their grandparents. So this, just because you hear someone use it incorrectly doesn't mean they're impolite. It either means they weren't taught this or that's just not what they hear. So it's part of their regional dialect to make this mistake. Oh, for sure. I mean, so much of the language we learn comes from who's around us. Right. So we know exactly. That. So but we, we can aspire to be correct, but obviously connect. We've talked about that in other episodes, Aubrey. Right. We like connection yes. better than big words. We like it better than being perfect. We love human connection. So exactly. But this does become important when you're trying to be very professional and impress. Right. At work, in a job interview, a presentation, there are some times where you would you would want to get this grammar correct because there are a lot of places in the United States where this is, they don't hear this mistake very often, right? It's not part of the regional dialect. They know the correct grammar. There are some things we've gone over on this podcast like this, where you, you know, when you're trying to use correct grammar, be professional. I understand why Asami's asking. She wants to try to make sure to use the correct grammar and that that's also understandable. Of course. What else do we need to know here? So do we have another example from Asami? To, yes. Yeah. So Asami shared another example in her email. You, your mom and I went to eat dinner today. So if we flip it and put I first, this would be impolite to say I, you and your mom went to dinner. That sounds very strange to me. But interestingly, if I replace I with me, that sounds normal to me. Me, you and your mom went to dinner today. Mm. But are we saying that's wrong if we say me, you and your mom went to dinner today, grammatically speaking? Right. So this is what we're going to talk more about in part two. Okay. Because Asami's asking like, okay, should it be I or me, Mm -hmm. she or her? Yes. And that becomes tricky, right? When this is a subject pronoun, it has to be I. Mm -hmm. It's at the beginning of the sentence. It's the subject. You can't use me. This is a very common mistake Mm -hmm. in English. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting how we're sort of combining two mistakes in order to soften it, maybe. Yeah. I think is what happens there. It's like, oh, I know I can't put I first. But maybe if I put me first and whoever the speaker doesn't realize, you know, it in order to be polite, either one of those always has to come last. Yes, I love it. All right. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. 
As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, Aubrey, so we have some rules for our listeners here that they can lean on in these moments of not quite knowing what to say. Yeah, so first we want to share the examples Asami shared. She's just using the pronoun I, but this applies to every subject pronoun, right? She, he, they, Mm -hmm. whichever pronoun you're using, whoever is speaking will put themselves last, put the other person first. So for example, she and I have been friends forever. Mm, Or he and I met to discuss the plan. Yes. And then we briefly touched on object pronouns, which are more often at the end of the sentence. This rule also applies when you're using object pronouns. Mm. So him, Mm -hmm. her, them, for example, are you meeting up with her and me? Mm -hmm. And this with object pronouns is where we really hear mistakes in English a lot. Yes. Very common. You might hear someone say, are you meeting up with me and her? Yeah. It might sound off to you. Does that sound wrong to you, Lindsay? Or does that sound normal? It sounds common. It sounds really common. So I'm sort of like, what do I hear? What do I even say? (laughs) What do I hear? What do I say? Because yes, you're going to hear both, but your, your English teacher in school would definitely tell you that to be polite put others before yourself. Mm. So the correct grammar is to say, are you meeting up with her and me? Yeah, I I think that's a really great rule of thumb, Aubrey. You know, put others before yourself and then we can really understand the order. That's so good. Exactly. Yeah, if ever you look at it, just so whatever it is, subject pronoun, object pronoun, just put everybody else before you. You come at the end. Right, because I think where we get into trouble when it comes to grammar is we have memories, at least I think a lot of American people do of documenting sentences, diagramming sentences. Mm. I personally hated that. And I love language. I love speaking. I love language. I love words. I hated diagramming sentences. And so it's not fun, right? (laughs) And you don't need to do it. I love that we have like a pro tip like this, instead of picking the whole sentence apart and figuring out this and this, if you know this one little rule to put either me or I last, bam, you got it. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Anything else we want to say before we get into the role play? Yeah. So just as a reminder, Asami's second question related to right why this sentence ends with her and me instead of she and I, that's also a very common mistake in English. A little bit tricky. We're going to explain it very simply in our next episode. Well, not about next, but in an upcoming episode. Yes. So be sure to hit follow. Yeah. Kind of a two-part series here on advanced yes. grammar. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. So let's share a little role play and use some of these. So here we are chatting about what we did last weekend. Here we go. I'll start us out. I went on a hike early Saturday morning with my dad. Oh, nice. Did you go early? So it was nice and cool out? Yep. He, my uncle and I all met at the trailhead at 7 a.m. What about you? Did you get outside this weekend? I know you usually do. Absolutely. Some friends were in town visiting my sister and they met up with her, my neighbor and me at a music festival. 
oh, wow, I do not have the stamina for music festivals anymore. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I used to go to like Warp Tour and oh. there are all these music festivals that are like all day long or two days. I right. can't do it. Yeah. Just the thought of it exhausts me. <laughs> do you go to concerts still? Do you like concerts? Sometimes. Not so much anymore. I've gone to a few lately and yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I think that was something I'm going to leave in my youth. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I've never been a big concert person. I just, mm. I just think sometimes they're kind of expensive and i always want to sit down to be honest everyone's always standing. everyone's standing <laughs> like, why are we standing the whole time this is three hours That's of standing. my knees are killing me you know i did we went to the taylor swift concert and it's over three hours really? and the girls in front of us stood the whole oh, time wow. and my daughters also wanted to stand and stand and dance but there were a few songs i'm like this is a kind of a quiet ballad yeah. on the piano can we sit for a minute <laughs> no down. they stood the whole time that's so <laughs> funny oh my gosh i love that story that's funny all right good stuff so what did we use here aubrey we have some okay good so examples. this first one yeah and we have the three subjects here i said you're asking you like oh you went hiking with your dad and i said yep he my uncle and i mm. all met at the trailhead at 7 a.m and this is um it's really tricky the most important thing is that i come at the end, right? I'm yes. a subject pronoun, I. And so I would share the the first pronoun, my dad, who's already been named. So I'm going to say he and use a pronoun. Yeah. And then I'm adding another person that hasn't been mentioned yet, my uncle yeah. and I. He, my uncle and I all met at the trailhead. Yeah. That feels like the right order. It feels like the right use of pronouns. Again, you already introduced your dad. So he makes sense. My uncle is kind of the newbie in the scenario, mm -hmm. right? And then I at the end to put other people first. Yes. And often native speakers will, in order to avoid this, if they're like, not sure with the pronoun and the order, yeah. they'll just say like, they'll repeat the subject and say like, yeah, my dad, my uncle and I yes. all met at the trailhead mm. because you might be a little hesitant to use that pronoun mm -hmm. and not positive use it. That's always an option, yes. right? To instead replace it with the person, even if they've already been mentioned, you don't have to use a pronoun. I love it. Our listeners will be able to fill in any native speakers on how to do it right once they yeah. finish today's episode. <laughs> right. um, and then I said, and they met up with her, my neighbor and me at a music festival. So I had already mentioned my sister. And so that's why mm -hmm. I used her and I started there. And then we have yep. the, the new person right in the middle, yep. my neighbor and me to go at the end. Exactly. So in this role play, we added just a little bit of level of difficulty instead of just the two subjects, mm -hmm. right, of she and I, we're now adding a third person. And I love that you picked that out, Lindsay, that we first share the pronoun and then introduce this new person and always us at the end, Interesting. no matter how many subjects there are. Put other people first. So good. What's the takeaway today, Aubrey? Yeah. So interesting to think about how sometimes politeness has to do with grammar, right? And this little grammar guideline of putting others before yourself will really help you remember subject order. I love it. So good. And just broadly speaking, it just feels good to be polite, right? It feels good to put other yes. people first. So that's a good takeaway as well in terms of how we live, I guess. It's a good. Absolutely. Right. Be that person that lets someone in front of you. Yes. And it's tricky, too, because then if. Like another car, try to get it like, right? One car, oh, one that's car in true. and then you can go. Don't be like a doormat, right? <laughs> no, don't be a doormat. Don't be yes. A doormat. We need to find that balance. And that could be balance. another episode, another idiom for Absolutely. another day, Aubrey. There's so many Definitely. ideas. So we'll see our listeners on the next episode. Guys, hit follow on All Ears English podcast. And thanks for hanging out, Aubrey. I'll see you soon. Awesome. See you next time. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.